up, Crossroads students? That's right. We're back. My name is Tyler. I'm Condra. And this is Cougar Minute, the show where we talk about Sunday School Musical one minute at a time. Tyler, where are we? <laughs> where are we? Well, I'm in Connecticut. Are you uh, talking about where are we in the movie? Yeah. Okay, we're on minute 44, which begins with Zach saying, music isn't something you learn. And it ends with Savannah dancing along to Zachary's song. More energetically. She's been dancing a little bit through the minute, but then she like picks it up towards, yeah, she's, towards the end she's of the really, minute mark. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, we come into this minute. I mean, last so last time we were talking about, you know, Zachary, he hasn't been sure about this new Crossroads choir. He's been a little hesitant, but now, you know, they saw him kind of in the corner of the room and they were like, hey, Zachary, like, what's up? Do you have like you're a great singer. Do you have any advice for us? And he's he's kind of coming to terms with the fact that they need his help as much as he needs a place to be himself. And so that's what we get this line here at the beginning. He's saying, you know, music isn't something you learn. Like he's saying, I can't teach you, but he's he's trying to explain to them like music's something you feel. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. And I feel like the the sentiment of like music being something you feel or art being an expression of yourself, inner self, that that's pretty like it's a kind of a standard sentiment, but it's still something that's very real. I think despite it being a cliche, it is still very relevant. And I mean, if you want to be good at art, you do need to learn it. Uh, oh, definitely. In many ways, it's some, but it's a, it's good, like, especially when you're t- like talking to kids or something like you want to talk about how music or any art is just something like you feel it. It should just come natural and it should be about your emotions. Well, I, I think there is skill to it, but also like it, I think it's like almost anything. If you don't enjoy doing it, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah, and and when we've seen the Crossroads Choir up to this point, they've been very stiff. You know, just like looking in their choral notes. What do you call the little books that you hold if you're in a choir? A folder? I don't know. Yeah, they're yeah they're they're folders with their sheet music, and yeah, and obviously Zach hasn't thought them to be very good singers. So now he's coming in here and saying, if you just just do what's natural, then maybe you can really start learning how to express yourself. And I mean, we get this great moment from Miles, who's my favorite character. That's radical. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that sounds too radical. It's like, okay, Miles, we get it. You're a nerd. Calm down. <laughs> but Miles, I like him. Like, I believe I have described him in the past on this podcast in the most polite way I can as a weenie. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know what it was about like this angle in particular, but he really reminded me of the new master from the 13th Doctors. Um, so Doctor Who, the yeah. the 13th Doctors adversary friend. It, the master is a very complicated character. I'm not going to get into <laughs> it here. But what label would one use? I know. Uh, he's also in The Great with uh, Elle Fanning, which was a delightful show, and he was he maybe it's because that character in the great was seems to be very similar to Miles's character that they're just kind of both like I can't do this it's too much I'm just a nerd. But to to be clear, you're talking about the actor who plays the master, not Robert Akinapura who plays Miles in this movie. Yeah, no, two different actors. Okay. But yeah, Miles, I mean this is the only moment we get from him, but it's just like such a pure Miles moment that I was just like I was glad we got it. Yeah, definitely. Because we see shots of Savannah kind of dancing along. Yeah, she's like curious. She's like starts to bob her head. I think there's... Yeah, well, her relationship with Zachary is interesting because like 
they're in home economics together and they kind of like were bickering before, but she also thinks he's a good singer and she seems like she's into him. I don't know. You're the one who hasn't seen the movie. Do they seem romantic yet or? Uh, You know, it's one of those things. They're definitely trying to force it. Like I could be like, oh, she's like, you can tell she's going to be the romantic interest, but it's very weird. Like there's a lot of resistance that it just doesn't feel like other kind of typical romantic pairing kind of things. Yeah, it does feel like, hey, these are two pretty people and they're kind of lead roles. Maybe they'll fall in love by the end. Yeah, it reminds me, this whole scene reminds me a lot of Pitch Perfect in a lot of ways, like how they force two people together. It's like, well, would they be better friends than romantically interested in each other? Like, are they like, is this relationship built on anything worthwhile kind of stuff? Like, well, I won't spoil if they if they do. You know, I, yeah, ever. I mean, I don't know. So so <laughs> we'll have to wait and find out. You'll have to find out. <laughs> Some people call the song Do Your Own Thing. I think there's also in the soundtrack. The official. It's called. All Over Me. Um, so I, yeah. I, I went and looked this one up. Uh, so officially it's called All Over Me and music and lyrics by Eddie Cole and Dewan Cohen, who did some other songs in this. So we've talked about them before. They're one of the major music and lyricists for this movie. Yeah. And this is an original song, right? It's not like a gospel song, but Cor- they're like the beginning of the movie. They did this little light of mine, like obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this is original. It's funny, though. It definitely has like vibes to other styles of music and other songs. I got especially like when he does that high note jump thing. It reminded me of um James Brown. Yeah. 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 It just, it vibed it, and not necessarily like, yeah, this was direct inspiration, but maybe just like the choice (laughs) of the note in the dance moves. Like, there was a combination of factors, I think, that reminded me of James Brown. Yeah, it's kind of that, like, that pop sound, but it's got that, I mean, I don't know, I don't know my gospel chords or whatever. I'm sure there's like a, you know, a gospel-y sound to it. Yeah, there definitely is like an undertone of like, oh, this, this is gospel adjacent. I... A lot of the music in this movie kind of reminds me of um, Jump 5, a band I used to listen to when I was little, who is technically like a Christian pop group, but they kind of veer more pop sometimes, and their early stuff was very Christian, and then they moved to the more pop realm, especially when they like tied to Disney after a while. Uh, So it's just one of those weird that it's like, it skirts the line in really weird ways, and like placing, you can put Christian or religious before any sort of music i guess technically because there's like also like christian rock bands and i guess i've never heard of yeah. a christian metal but you know i'm sure there is I one mean, out there the, I'm, yeah i'm sure there are i think i've i think i've actually heard stories about yeah or or metal artists who like were cr- really christian so then sometimes they do shows at churches or something yeah 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 and so i mean the song that zach is singing is all about this kind of it's what he was saying at the beginning, letting your emotions kind of come out. You you made a face. What's your? I just remembered what this song reminded me of when the when we were before we were talking. I was like, man, this just like has the vibes of something. It's Bebop Bay from Blues Clues musical episode, the one with Ray Charles. I don't know where it comes okay. from, but when you sing, sing, there it is. Yeah, that was what right. I, I. Sorry, that's, that's it just, pretty close. It just yeah. finally and- hit me. That that was what it was. I mean, Ray Charles uh, was famous for taking those kind of gospel chords 
and putting them into these rhythm and blues hip sounds. So that totally makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, even in this minute, the, some of the lyrics Zach sings are hip hop, rock, rhythm and blues. Like it could be any kind of music, hip hop, rock, rhythm and blues. <laughs> I, yeah, I like how he says hip hop and rock, you know, the famous music genres and then rhythm and blues, which that's, is an important music genre. It's you, we don't really categorize things into rhythm and blues anymore. But. I feel like that's more adjacent to like gospel and rhythm and blues are some are like linked inherently i think because yeah. both oh i mean all four and like types soul of, yeah i and all of those types of music stem from african-american culture and Inher- like they inherently yeah. stem from that so the fact that he picked those three it makes sense yeah and obviously zachary being a person of color in this all-white institution it's a little it's a little awkward of like the Okay, let's let's get this uh, our one not white student to teach all the white kids how to how to sing and dance. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> but the but the I mean the message of the movie is about unity, mm-hmm. um, and you know learning from each other. And I think and they all share their religious values. So it's not too problematic. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It just definitely like anytime he's like really working with the crossroads people, it's very like there's this underlying thing that they don't address really. And it's like, when are we going to get to this like class and like race stuff? And it's like not happening. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I don't expect it from this kind of movie. I mean, like, I was just the hip-hop rock rhythm and blues the adr completely loses the plot and poor and the the actor i can never remember his name chris yeah it's chris something yeah he forgets that he's like singing lines in the adr it's just it's a little because he's also like hitting the conga drums and the little xylophone xylophone there yeah yeah it's a kind of fun moment you can hear like the xylophone ding yeah and then he also says uh uh, he says, whether black, white, brown, green, purple, or blue, which I don't think he's doing the thing that racists say where it's like, I don't care what color you are. Yeah. He's just saying we can all get, like we can all enjoy music no matter what is what he's saying. Yeah, that. Yeah, there are definitely like other songs that are getting that use kind of the list of colors in a in a more race connotation way. And then. This one, yeah, definitely doesn't feel it, like like I just said, like this movie skirts addressing these issues. Yeah, well, and and we've talked about it before. It's more about the kind of socioeconomic stuff that's you know the neighborhood that Zach moved out of is clearly less privileged neighborhood, right? The church needs money. That's yeah. the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, and he's moving. He's moved into this house with his aunt, and it's going to this nicer school. Yeah, I mean, it's it's there. It's just the movie's more interested in this kind of money question than mm-hmm. race question. Uh, th- there's there's positives and negatives to associating and trying to make a distinction. I don't yeah, know. They're, they're just the intersectionality of race and socioeconomic yeah. status is so interlinked. It's important. But yeah, I guess getting back to this minute, um, Zach is just, he's just dancing around. He jumps up on a desk and then like hops down. He's getting the attention. Yeah. He like And that's stops. when he does that really high note. Yeah. He like just stops everyone. He's like, you know what? Y'all are doing homework and like taking a break, but look at me. <laughs> and it's just, it's just like respect people's well, time, dude. No, he's, <laughs> he's, 
he's trying to get them out of their shells. They're on a five minute break in the middle of their choir rehearsal. They're all like sitting down, not talking to each other, not having they they need to have fun. He's showing them how to have a good time. Okay, I guess it's just I guess. Yeah, maybe then part of like part of the crossroads problem that we're seeing still is like they're just not connected as a team. Yeah, and There's Zach's the of- one bringing them together. And speaking of bringing people together, so he has this moment with one of the Crossroads Choir members. He's not named, but I figured we'd highlight him here now because this is like his big moment. A choir member played by Riker Lynch, who was actually pretty famous, went on to be in Glee and actually appeared on Dancing with the Stars as well. I don't know how well he did. I, did, I didn't look into that. but Yeah, yeah he's also um, he's in a, a family pop punk band called R5. With his sister, oh, yeah. who's also in this minute. Yeah, one of yeah the the blonde girl in the yellow. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's his Rydell sister. Rydell Lynch. Yeah, I, I, I'm pronouncing so, that a lot like the Grace High School, so it might be some. Rydell Lynch. <laughs> um, so no, yeah. So Zachary kind of has like a like a point moment with Riker. Yeah, it, well, it's funny because at the very beginning he's like, "You've got it in you," and he points incidentally at Riker. Who will just call Riker? Yeah. And Riker's like, Yeah, it's like, not Riker me? from Star Trek. <laughs> I know. I keep thinking Riker from Star Trek. It's fine. <laughs> Commander um, Riker. <laughs> but he like he's like, who me? And it's like, <laughs> yes, it, you could it be. It, then who? <laughs> but also like, as a who stole a cookie from the cookie jar reference. I, I got that, but it was more like a. It, it was a plural you as opposed to a singular you, and okay. um, Riker didn't get that memo <laughs> oh it's like an um <laughs> shrek the third that's when what shrek's was. making his big yes, speech and he's like yes. the only one standing in your way is you, you. who me get, get him, him lads <laughs> that was what i couldn't i knew that was i was like it's something in my brain but no it's in talking about that engagement and like getting Riker riled up this also reminded me of pitch perfect again surprise surprise Kind of in that brute when they um, go out after Anna Kendrick's character, who I can never remember the name of her character in Pitch Perfect. Uh, yeah, it they, doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's Anna Kendrick. Um, she like starts trying to remix, and um, the head Bella gets mad, and then they end up being like, "No, let's try this." And they go outside and sing that Bruno Mars song, and it like really starts to click. This is what that kind of reminds me of. It's when they're like, "Oh, let's join in and be together." Um, because not only does Riker join in and dance, but a uh, girl in the green sweater who did you identify her? I think it's Alexa Diaz, but I'm not sure. I know can't confirm. OK, well, it kind of reminds me like that, like getting excited about what they're doing as opposed to just kind of going through the motions the way the Bellas and the Crossroads Choir have before. Yeah. And I mean, so when when Riker Lynch comes in and starts dancing, him and him and Zachary are kind of in sync. Uh, not that not the, not the boy band. band, but that. But they're but, dancing kind of like in yeah. sync. Yeah, and the dancing is really. good. I mean, we know Zachary's dancing's been awesome throughout this whole movie. Yeah. And when Riker Lynch comes in, he's he's got the moves down. And then towards the end of the minutes, when Alexa Diaz comes in, and she's got the moves pretty down. Um, and we'll, it'll, it'll build from here. But yeah, anything else you want to say about the minute? No, I think th- this seems like a kind of a fun song. Like, it's a nice break in comparison to like what we've been seeing before. And it's got a lot of energy in it, which is nice. Yeah, it's it's the type of fun song that you, we want to be in this movie. And we'll, and we'll get to talk because the whole next minute will just be the, the song. Music, so let's, yeah. we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll talk more about the funness of this moment <laughs> in the next minute. Sounds good.
Um, so, Condra, how about we drop the pretense and say... April Fools, everyone! April Fools, oh boy. We'll be back with our normal Wildcat Minute tomorrow, but thank you for humoring us for this short spell. If you want to <laughs> yeah. watch Sunday School Musical, I didn't watch it, Tyler did. It's free online. Um, yeah, I watched it on Tubi. There's, like, ads, but not that many. Yeah, or... Um, a it's bunch free. of clips are on YouTube too, so yeah, just watch just watch a don't. couple of the clips on YouTube. You'll get a set. You don't need to watch. You don't it. need to watch it. I didn't. <laughs> like if you like if you're really curious, you can watch it, but it's it's not really a, like a so bad it's good movie. Honestly, huh. like there's like one scene that's like so bad it's good. It's a uh, a scene between Zachary and Andrea when they're like singing on a rooftop, but it's in a YouTube clip. You can just watch that one. Yeah. So. April Fools, everyone. Happy April. Happy spring. We'll see you tomorrow um, with more with Wildcat. <laughs> oh, no, man. Wildcat Minute. Dig it. I could have turned that into You Can Bet On It, but we didn't do our special. Find us on Twitter. Uh, at Amateur Nerds, or me personally, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. There's an at sign before that. Send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. He might not have been on this episode. Who knows? <laughs> we'll still plug our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. I'll play the music for the outro for sure, because we've returned to the normal universe of Wildcat Minute for the outro. But maybe for the intro, I'll do something fun. Okay. Uh, non-copyright infringing non-copyrighted fun. Non-copyrighted infringing fun. <laughs> anyway, I've been Tyler. I've been Condra. And we'll see you back tomorrow for more Wildcat Minute. You can bet on it.